The following is a hoop ball presentation. What's up, Grizz Nation? Welcome to the show. I'm your host, David Williams, and tonight I'm rolling solo. This is Hoop Ball Grizz. Coming to you post game after the Memphis Grizzlies win the second game against San Antonio, 133 to 102. And as you guys know, I was counting the Grizzlies out on this one. Don't know why. I mean, I do know why. I I know why I was counting them out. I I knew that Popovich was going to make adjustments, that the Spurs would come in with a better game plan, and it didn't seem to matter. The Grizzlies played great team basketball. Final score, 133-102. to 102. The Grizzlies improve. Are they going to move up? They're 9-6. and six. I don't know the standings are going to be updated just yet. Uh, I think they're still probably going to be in fifth place. But 9-6 and six on the season. 133-102 again is the final score. And just an overall team effort from the Grizzlies. They had nine guys in double figures. Everybody that was on the floor tonight recorded an assist. Everybody, with the exception of John Conchar, got into double figures. Gorgie Zhang led the way with 19 points and nine rebounds. Just an unbelievable game for the Grizzlies. We were looking at the game, heading into it, And what did the Grizzlies need to do to win this game? They got to rebound the ball without their best rebounder. They did that. They out-rebounded the Spurs 53-43, to so plus 10 on the rebound category. I made it simple. Before the game, I said they win rebounds, they win the game. They won rebounds, they won the game. But it was bigger than that. The Grizzlies really dominated this game. It's surprising to me at what they done to San Antonio in San Antonio without two of their best players. More than two. I mean, you're missing Grayson, JV, Jaron, Justice. Like, with just 10 healthy guys, they go into San Antonio and beat a fairly healthy San Antonio squad by 31 points. Cannot believe it. Let's run through the stat lines real quick here. Like I said, Fantastic team game from from the Grizzlies. Kyle Anderson, 17 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists, and a block. Kyle was... uh, So, here's the deal with Anderson. His career high in threes for a season is 24. After making two tonight, Kyle Anderson has already... He's won three away from his career high in threes for a season. And we're 15 games into the season. Pretty sure he's going to break that this year. 17-8-3 for Kyle and a block. Two threes. Xavier Tillman looks like they took a rebound away from him on the double-double. He was shown a double-double. And it shows him at 10-9 and nine right now. I don't know what happened there. But 10-9, one assist, two steals, two blocks for Tillman. Dylan Brooks, 13 points. One assist, one steal, one block. And another phenomenal job by him clamping up DeMar DeRozan. I'll get into that in a minute. Brandon Clark, great game. 18-6-2-1-2. John Morant, 13 points, 3 rebounds, 8 assists, 2 steals. 
Tyus Jones with a good game off the bench, played 27 minutes, 11-3, 14 assists, 2 steals. DeAnthony Melton, 17 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists, 2 steals, 1 block. Desmond Bain, 10-3-1 and a block. Gorgie, again, 19-9, 1 assist, 1 block. John Conchar, 5 points, 5 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 steal, 2 blocks. 11 total blocks for the Grizzlies, 11 total steals. They forced the Spurs, which are actually, the Spurs are, are leading the league in turnovers right now. They forced 14 turnovers. Just great overall team defense by a team that really, on paper, you're like, how are these guys doing it? And the answer is playing team basketball. They're playing team defense. They're rebounding as a team. They're being unselfish. It's a team full of guys that can play ball. Obviously, they're in the NBA, and they're sharing it. It's not a me game for them. It's a team game for them. DeMar DeRozan finished the game with 14 points, 14 points, five rebounds, six assists. So in two games, they held DeMar DeRozan to 20 points total. Unbelievable. DeMar DeRozan is still an elite scorer, still one of the better players in the NBA. He's toward the tail end of his career, yeah, but he's not washed by any stretch of the imagination. And Dylan Brooks had him out there looking like he was shook, man. It looked like Dylan was in his head. Obviously, we don't know for sure if that's the case, but it sure appears that way. It is great to me to sit back and watch these games and watch Dylan make better decisions. The rap on Dylan has been that he is a me basketball player or he, he is a guy that plays hero ball at times. And I'm not saying that we're completely past that. That may still come out at an inopportune time later on in the season. But Dylan Brooks is growing, guys. Dylan Brooks... For as much as I have been on the Dylan Brooks Island, he's given me more reason to do so this year with everything that he's doing. Driving in, instead of trying to pull up and shoot the ball over three people, he's driving in, drawing defenders, and he's kicking it out to the open man. He only had one assist tonight. Could have easily had quite a few more than that, but the Grizzlies were moving the ball around. Like I said, as a team, they had 37 assists. Kyle Anderson with, or not Kyle, Tyus Jones with 14 of those off the bench. These guys are playing great basketball right now. One of the youngest teams in the league, and they are overperforming without some of their best players. What do these two, what do these games without JV tell you? Can the Grizzlies legitimately think about moving on from Jonas Valanciunas. Is that a possibility? The more that you see Xavier Tillman out here doing what he's doing, I will tell you this right now. If if you're closing the game 
and the other team's rolling like if they're playing a pick and roll and they're eating Jonas up you you got Tillman out there closing the game for, for me it's Tillman closing the game right now for the Grizzlies at the five because if he gets switched to a guard he's got the footwork that he can keep up and not just get absolutely torched in a pick and roll I mentioned something during the game. One thing that JV does very, very frequently is he plays extremely far off of his guy. If he's playing against the guy, LaMarcus Aldridge wears JV out because LaMarcus Aldridge can shoot it from outside and JV plays too far off of him. I... I mean, he Aldridge is like a freaking robot against the Grizzlies. The dude does not miss. It's it's ridiculous. He didn't have a monster game tonight, but I feel like he didn't really play that many minutes. He played 18 minutes. He scored 12 points, 5 of 8. He was 62% from the field. The dude just plays well against the Grizzlies. But JV's defense... Definitely doesn't do anything to deter that from happening. JV plays way too far off of him and allows him to do whatever he wants to do. Xavier Tillman, much better matchup. Far better matchup. And it showed tonight. Yet, yet Aldridge still, you know, he had 12 points. He only played 18 minutes. Who knows what he would have done had he played more minutes. I don't know why he's only playing 18 minutes. I have no clue. I, I don't know if it's health reasons. Couldn't tell you. But Xavier Tillman's doing everything that he needs to be doing to continue to be a rotation guy, even when everybody gets healthy. Is he going to play the same amount of minutes that he's playing right now? No, probably not. Tillman played 24 minutes, almost 24 minutes tonight. Is he going to get 24 minutes when everybody's healthy? I don't see it. I just, I don't think there's enough minutes there if everybody's healthy that he gets it. But if you move JV, that frees up some minutes. Gorgie has been nothing but ready. Every time they've called his number to come off of the bench this season, he's been ready. Played well. Shot the ball well. It's... It's incredible to me. Like, I realize this guy is a professional basketball player. Obviously, he's one of the best of the best. He's in the NBA. But he's just staying ready. Whenever they call his name tonight, 19 and 9 in 24 minutes. 19 and 9. Made a couple threes. 80% from the field. He made three threes. Made three. Gorgie stays ready. So could the Grizzlies sign him to a lesser contract and move on from JV? Is JV more appetizing for other teams? Or is Gorgie coming out here doing what he's doing? You know, he's obviously raising his stock. Is now the time to move him? Who knows? We still don't know anything. Like, we know that this front office makes good decisions. But we don't hear any leaks about anything. Justice Winslow went on with the media before the game to talk about his injury. 
and gave us a little snippet of a possibility. He said that he hopes to return this month. Very loose term. There's no guarantee in there, but you know, like a lot of media members have been talking, a lot of media members, fans, Grizz Nation in general have been discussing what's going on with this front office. Why do we not know? Why do we not have a solid time frame on when Jaron Jackson is going to be back? Why do we not have a solid time frame on when Justice Winslow is going to be back? And it's just a tight-lipped front office. We we don't know because they're not giving us anything. That's the bottom line. Our guy Anthony Sane tweeted out a video on his new uh, NBA Sane page. Go check that out. If you're not following that, you know I, I've encouraged all of you guys to follow Sane before he started a new new page in at NBA Sane. Head over, give him a follow. He's going to be putting out content. Great content creator. Love Anthony and his work. He is phenomenal at what he does, and nobody works harder. Looking forward to everything that he's going to put out over there. Let me get back on track. What what do you do? What do you do as the Grizzlies? I want to hear from you guys. I want somebody. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I have quite a few Grizzlies autographs. I'm going to post them tonight on the the Twitter page for the show. It is at Hootball Grizz, by the way. I'm going to post three autographs. The first person to respond to that tweet and let me know what they think the Grizzlies should do, I will let you select one of those autographs, and I will send it to you. So we're doing a giveaway. We're not gassing it up. you got to listen to the show to get the autograph. I'm going to post three of them, let you pick the one that you want, and I'll ship it to you free of charge just by you interacting with us on the show. Again, the show is on Twitter, at Grizz. I will get that tweeted out after I get this show posted. Who's next? The Grizzlies travel second game of back-to-back against an Indiana Pacer team tomorrow night. We will be back with the post game for that one as well. Sammy B will be with me tomorrow. He had some stuff pop up. Couldn't be here with us tonight. See you tomorrow, Sam. We're going to have Isaac Simpson. He has been a busy man. He's had a lot going on. He's going to come back with us. He's going to be on Saturday. We're going to do a post game. We will actually not have a post game Thursday this week. They are playing the Rockets at home in the FedEx Forum. Sam and I are going to be at that game, so we're not going to have a post game for that one, but we're going to have one tomorrow night. We're going to have one Saturday, and we'll hit you with the weekly preview again on Sunday. John Morant appeared to roll his ankle again in this game. Had everybody freaking out. Twitter was going nuts, wondering what in the heck is going on. Is he going to miss time? What's happening? And they come back from the timeout. He's still on the floor. Or he's back on the floor. The good news, you could tell that he kind of tweaked it a little bit. He he was limping some, but not like he did whenever he uh, initially injured the, the ankle. So, you know, just a roll, kind of a, a, a dinger, I guess, 
We'll find. Maybe we'll find out more. Again, vague front office. Don't know. But he appeared to be okay. I think he's going to be all right. At the point that uh, that he done that, he came back in. The Grizzlies were in a pretty comfortable spot. And so he didn't play a ton after that. But the time that he was on the floor, he seemed to be fine. I think we're going to be okay there. I just, I'm nine guys, nine guys tonight in double figures. That's, dude, the, the depth on this team is unbelievable. And this is nine guys in double figures with some of these guys that are going to be out of the rotation when everybody's healthy. It is a great problem to have for the Memphis Grizzlies. And another reason why they don't have to rush Justice and Jaron back. They're sitting in fifth place in the West right now without their second best player for sure. You know, JV's missed the last couple games. They're winning without him. You don't know where Justice is going to slide in there. But they're sitting in fifth place right now. Why rush him back? Let him be 100% before you bring him back out on the floor. Because rather than rush him back and get into the playoffs this season, I'd rather have him healthy moving forward. So when the Grizzlies get to that championship window, because with this core, I really think that that's going to happen. I honestly do. When they get to that window, you've got a healthy Jaron Jackson Jr. We got to find out what justice is going to bring we we will. At some point, we're going to know what he's going to bring to the table. He wants to be out there. He wants to be playing. They're just being cautious with these guys. And they can. They can be cautious with them. We don't have to freak out and be like, oh, my God, Justice Winslow doesn't want to play in Memphis. Justice Winslow is Chandler Parsons. They botched Jaron's knee surgery. We don't have to do all that. We don't. Sometimes we do. We go to worst-case scenario when when there's nothing, when we're getting no kind of updates and we're getting nothing on these guys. We tend to, to rock toward the worst-case scenario. Is it a trade? Man, it's not likely that it's a trade. The value for Justice Winslow at this point, when he hasn't been healthy in a while, you're probably not going to get much for him. So I'm going to take him and his age over pretty much any asset that you're going to get realistically for him at this. Like, I can't imagine what a trade would look like for him right now. I don't think it's going to be any type of asset that the Grizzlies would legitimately consider moving him for. But who knows? I'm not even, not who knows. It's not going to happen. Is it they're not looking to trade him. They're wanting these guys to be healthy. And for the love of Greg, can we stop freaking out about it? Can we just stop? Let's enjoy the fact that we have a bona fide superstar on this team in Ja Morant. Who every single night that he plays does something that gets you out of your seat. Tonight it was us freaking out because we thought he rolled his ankle again and was going to miss time. Doesn't look like that's going to be the case. Fingers crossed, prayers up, hoping that's not the case. Don't think it's going to be. We have not had that in Memphis. Haven't. Not even close. Love Mike Conley. 
Marcus Gasol, Zebo, TA. Love those guys. Love them. Pal. Have not had a bona fide superstar in Memphis. We've got it now. John ja Morant, if he's not an all-star this year, he will be at some point. Mike Conley's playing great in Utah this year. He should definitely get his first all-star bid, but it's the West. The West is loaded. People in L.A. vote entirely too much. So the L.A. guys get a lot of umph. I don't know if Conley makes it. I hope he does. He deserves it this year. Playing great basketball in Utah. But he's not, nor has he ever been in his entire career at the level that Ja Moran is. It's incredible, guys. Soak it all in. Stop freaking out about the little stuff. Yeah, I want to know, too. I'm, I'm on the same page as you guys. Like, I'm... So sick, like tired of, oh, yeah, they're progressing great. Blah, 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 blah. Shut up, dude. Just give me a time frame. Be like, hey, we're being cautious here. And although he probably could have returned two weeks ago, we're going to give him another month to ensure that he's 100% healthy before he gets back out there on the floor. There's videos of Jaron putting in work, and that knee looks strong. He looks good. But the Grizzlies are not ready for him to come back yet. No issue with them playing it safe. Just wish they'd give me something. But enjoy what we've got. We've got depth right now. We've got a bona fide superstar. We've got a guy that, is shaping up to be the best shooter that we've had on this team since Mike Miller and Desmond Bain, who also, for the record, if you didn't know, Desmond Bain is far more than just a shooter. The drive and dish to Tillman tonight for the dunk showcased his, his playmaking ability. He He is going to be great for this team. Love Desmond Bain. I think at some point he ends up in the starting lineup May not happen this year. If it doesn't, if he continues to come off of the bench, he's a great guy to have off the bench. Great secondary playmaker. Can shoot the lights out. He's leading the NBA in three-point shooting right now. 52%. I don't know what what he shoot tonight. I know he made a couple. Oh, he dropped a little bit. He was two for five. He missed one late. Two for five. His percentage probably dropped a little after tonight. But he's probably still leading the NBA. We got Xavier Tillman in the you know second round, who may be the best rim protector out of this draft. A lot of guys were hating on him. Not going to go into that again. Loving the rookies. Loving what this front office is doing outside of not telling us anything about the injuries. I'm going to get out of here. Final score of this game tonight, 133-102. to Grizzlies improved to 9-6 and on the season. And that's going to keep them in fifth place in the West without Jaron Jackson Jr. Missing JV right now. They've, ja has missed some time. So with all the injuries, with the crazy season, the COVID layoff and everything, the Memphis Grizzlies are sitting in the five seed in the West right now. 
If you predicted it before the season started, good on you. I don't believe you. You're a filthy, stinking liar. We're going to get out of here. Told you about the show. You can find the show on Twitter at HootballGrizz. You can find me on Twitter. I'm at DWill2111. 2111. Can't even say my own Twitter handle. It is a catastrophe here tonight. Sam will be back with us tomorrow night for a post game. Sam is at SammyB1118. You know about our sponsors. We still got the Manscaped deal going on. That promo code is HootBall20. As always, mybookie.ag, best online sportsbook out there. More lines, better odds than any other sportsbook. Our promo code over there is HootBall. Let them know we sent you. Get over there and get some of that free money for the Super Bowl betting. And we're going to get out of here. Appreciate you guys listening. Until next time, go green. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.